What's up everyone, I'm Pedro, the GM and creator of Worldwalkers. Previously, the group had discovered nightmares had come to the gambler. As they scrambled to save the crew, Vasa discovered a collection of nightmares melting together into the same behemoth they had just faced in Fallas. We join the group now as they struggle against odds that are growing ever against them. She shouts as she turns around, she's like, there's more of them and they're forming a really big fucker! And then she's going to attack um, the one that... You know, she's just going to attack one of them. It's, it just doesn't, yeah. Okay. Um, she's probably actually going to aim for one of the healthier looking ones, because it seems that like so far she's been killing them with one hit. Okay. So, Scimitar is 19 plus 7. That's definitely a hit. Ooh. 18 damage. And then she's going to wedge herself back between Bremelstone and the creature, because there's safety in numbers, and she's not going to turn her back to that corner. Yeah, so you got the one on the ceiling then, or no? I just, whichever one had the most health by the looks of it. You rip into it and you um, watch it just kind of splatter and dissipate into the uh, wood again. But Brummelstone, you watch as, as she tears into it, you watch as it rips open and a purer form of the plague pours out and then washes all over you. And then you can feel yourself finally become essentially incorporeal. You're no longer a part of the world as far as you know. And you turn to look at the group and they don't even seem to be looking at you. Like they're looking at the creatures. They're fighting the creatures. It doesn't look like they're even concerned with you anymore. And Roberto himself isn't even looking in your general direction. So can I roll to bitch slap some sense no. back into <laughs> Um, The ones on the walls... Combine their attacks, uh, Brumblestone. So I need you to do uh, um, acrobatics or uh, athletics. Uh, Eleven. So you guys watch as they both uh, splash outwards, wrap around Brumblestone, and then lift him into the air. And now they're just trying to... They're either trying to rip him apart or they're holding him in place for whatever's coming around the corner. Oh my god. Oh my god. (gasps) You guys watch as this lumbering shadow walks around the corner and you instantly recognize it as one of the larger creatures that you had fought earlier in Fallas. Um, it's having trouble filling the hallway, so it's moving slower than it wants to, but it's kind of dragging itself and pulling its limbs behind it as it's slowly solidifying itself. By next round, it won't have to drag its limbs anymore and it'll be in full form ready to attack. That's terrifying. Shit. Tin? I'm glad. I'm glad I'm in the gray. Oh, no. <laughs> um, I'm going to try and get him, like, shoot at one of them to, like, try and, like, loosen the hold so that he can get dropped down and potentially, like, get away. Two ways to do this. Um, are you trying to kill one of them so that it drops him? Or are you trying to give aid to Brumblestone so he has a better chance of breaking out of this hold? do um i don't know what to do i don't like i i (laughs) i don't like because i I want to give him i'll give you here's here's your three options as i see them there is a large lumbering creature filling the hallway and connecting itself until it's powerful and strong enough to start attacking you that's Mm -hmm. a target you could also try to damage one of these creatures enough to kill it so it just drops Brummelstone, or you could give aid to Brummelstone and hope that he's strong enough to break free of these two things wrapping around him. So basically, do you think you'd be more helpful starting damage on the first creature, killing a creature outright if you can, or uh, giving aid to Brummelstone? Okay, I'm gonna. 
Follow your heart. Follow your heart. <laughs> <laughs> that sucks. My heart's like telling me I don't know what to do, guys. What? Um. Ah, oh, Jesus. Uh, okay, so since that's fresh. Okay, um, I don't know because I feel like I'm gonna screw up. Um, Here, take a second. Take a, if it if it if it's you you and Ertlebe go at the same time essentially. So Ertlebe go first. Take a little bit more to think about what you want to do. Ertlebe's gonna try and kill one of the ones with Rumblestone outright. Okay. And she's gonna be a sharpshooter. Let's see how she does. She rolls a two, but she's lucky. She rolls a six. She misses. Um, <laughs> I mean, she could be luckier, but I think in this case, she's gonna silently, like, she'll do like a and yeah. take aim for next time. Okay, okay. yeah. Um, so then now seeing seeing Grandma take action gives Tin reassurance <laughs> of like what she should be doing, and it's trying to get Brummelstone down. Okay. Um, so she's going to take, take aim to try and kill one of those mofos. And she's going to, I think she's going to try a sharpshooter. Yeah. She's going to try a sharpshooter. Do it. Okay. Don't let me down, die. Succeed where I failed. <laughs> 18. 19 to hit. Ooh, doing good. <laughs> Okay, 23 damage. Nice! Bam! It's barely there anymore. It still has a hold on Brumblestone, but it's just strands at this point. Roberto. Roberto. Um, Roberto watches as Tin almost demolishes one of the two and uh, goes in for the kill. With his um, 21 on my main hand and... 15 with my offhand. Okay, so you destroy it. Bam! I have a rapier and a whip, so I'm just whipping it over and over and over again. Is there again. anything else you're doing after um, you destroy it? I want to, in my panic, I want to kind of try to pull Brummelstone down, which, and give him advantage, or I want to help try to aid him. You can't give in- him any mechanical advantages, but Brummelstone, you watch as that creature breaks and shatters. Now that you're in the gray, the creature actually shatters and completely uh, kind of evaporates. And then you can see Roberto reach through the gray and start pulling you back. And your mind starts to clear a bit. Brumblestone, your turn. You're basically seeing two versions of the world now. Like, your fear is trying to let you know that everything is gone and that you're fading away and you'll never be remembered again. But Roberto pulling you forward is clearing your mind and you're seeing the battlefield for what it actually is as well. So it's up to you whether or not you believe your fear or not. And it's not a roll. These aren't mechanics. This is just, like, what your brain knows, like, what you understand. So now I'm trying to figure out, like, how okay, how far away is this lumbering giant monster? It's probably about 15 feet. So, yeah, uh, Rumblestone, in his mind, is trying to shake it off, and so he's going to focus everything he has. He's going to yell at the top of his lungs and try to cast away the fear, because he kind of feels like that's what it is, or yep. if he's fading into the grave, he can just yell back the gray. Mm-hmm. Um, and he shouts out in Dwarven, so really only uh, Roberto would understand it, but it would be the saying of, hands off my family, or, you know, or return me to my family. Yeah. Um, and then he would cast Thunderwave at third level, so 19 damage. It hits the wall, and you feel like, like when you see it slam into the wall, it looks like it's trying to once again, like you kind of knocked it off its footing, and it has to take another round to rebuild. Like you stunted its growth, essentially. Vasa? So the the only one alive is the big one. Uh, there's one that's still trying to keep its hold on Brummelstone, and then the big one. If Brummelstone shook back, he might also like yell out, "Like get to the top of the ship! Like <laughs> we need more room." <laughs> well, do we need more room? Because the big one is having trouble moving right now in these tight quarters. Well, we can also kick something off the end of the ship. <laughs> You're right. Oh, man. Uh, <laughs> that would be so epic. Uh, well, I I don't think any of us would want to. Sh- put our boot to it, but um, Vasa's going to go ahead and roll to attack the uh, the one that's holding onto Brummelstone, because let's just get rid of that one while it's weak. Scimitar damage! Natural 20. I think this thing's going to die. Let's go to damage. 21. Uh, yeah, so that's immediately eviscerated. And this time, Brummelstone, when you see oh. her destroy it, you see what everybody else sees. It no longer even, maybe even looks like the spell plague. 
Like, as you look around, you see no evidence there ever was a spell plague in the area. She's going to position herself protectively over Brimblestone, since they seem to be focusing him for some reason. Yeah. Alright. After Vasa is the, uh, the creature itself, and it's trying to rebuild. After that is Tompkins, who's finally <gasps> in here. And he's running down the stairs. He has his shield out. I told you to stay back! He looks around the area, and then... um. It's not the most confident voice you've ever heard from uh, an individual, but he kind of says, get get behind me. And he plants his shield into the ground and is trying. He, and he's like, get upstairs. He was totally right about <laughs> learning to fly the ship. So we should probably listen. Uh, Tin? Uh, Tin is going... So now it's just the big thing, or do we have any other smaller things? Oh, it's just the big thing. It and Tompkins is actually in front of you, Tin. Like he's trying to give you like cover. Uh, Tin, I am like, don't risk the halfling. <laughs> so Tin is gonna want to try like reaching and grabbing Tompkins to get him started to like run with okay. her. And if she is able to like pick him up and run with him, then she is going you to. You can do make that. a grapple check if you want to. Um, okay, yeah. Also, sorry, monster truck. Those were the engines <laughs> of the ship. Texas. Yeah, he's coming with right, me. I guess so. uh, it's like uh, it's a twenty twenty four. All right, so <laughs> he yeah you pick him up and he tries to like hold himself so like his shield is like on your back as you kind of carry him and you take off upstairs so he's trying to still give you cover i'm helping and i and i yeah and i would just again yell as like to the to the to the deck to the deck (laughs) uh (laughs) um erdleby's gonna shoot the thing and then run up off this up the stairs after and she's gonna do a sharpshooter it's sharpshooting time. All right, she burned another luck point, but she rolled a natural twenty. No. Oh. Um, and she's gonna do her damage now. Oh, this is great. All right, so I got an eight and a two, um, plus four, plus ten, so that's twenty-four. Twenty-four times two is forty-eight. Yeah. So, like normally, it'll be like has some whimsy when she takes shots, but this time <laughs> she's just like. Like, she sees Tin running up the stairs, and she lines up her shot, and she's like, step off. Yeah. And then she shoots the giant. <laughs> Tin would be happy that uh, Grandma's adopted uh, saying catchphrases when she's <laughs> <laughs> be like, Tin has, like, little sparkles, and she's, yeah. like, hoisting Tompkins up. And then it'll so be cool. after her, like, her, like, she, like, swings her gun around and curves the bullet into... The gigantic nightmare. She takes up off the stairs. Ertleby takes the shot and then um, starts to run upstairs after Ertleby is Roberto. Um, I see Tin and Ertleby run away, and I f- that I figure that's my cue. I pick up. Can I pick up Brummelstone? You can make a strength check. I would like to do a strength test check to try to pick up Brummelstone. Yeah. <laughs> no, I would. Oh no, that's not good. Go for it. <laughs> What'd you get? I got a one. Oh, champ. Yeah. That's too bad. Just run, you dummy. So you watch your board wrap arms around Brimblestone and go, <laughs> and then after you've decided not to pick him up, wink, what do you do after that? Um, now that you've probably cracked your back. Now that I, um, I guess I... I can run! Okay. Get the fucker, run! Okay, fine. I dash. Okay. I dash. And I say, follow me. Because you can, you can walk. <laughs> he wasn't trying to pick up Rimasone. He was giving him an encouraging hug. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'm glad I to have you brother. back, bro. Okay, go. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to cast Ray of Frost on the big guy. Plus six, so hopefully. Uh, I got a nine. Uh, no, so you um, start to frost up the walls. And then I just I just take off. Like, Never Hopefully mind. that will like slip. He was, he was frosting over his shoulder. Yeah. Yeah, it was like a behind the stick <laughs> frosting. Or it became a snowball and I tossed it back and just pissed. Yeah, you're not even looking, you're just kinda of yeah. doing the cool guy. Yeah. <laughs> Alright, so Vasa? 
Alright, um... There's no, there's not necessarily any order, right? Like, I can choose to attack and then use my right. move to get away. Alright, so I'm gonna attack it. Eat scimitar, you big fucker. <laughs> 8 plus 7, that's a 15. 20 damage, so she does 20 damage, and then she's gonna disengage with her cunning action and use her 30 feet of movement to join the group running up. It is already, like, trying to pick itself up a little more. But it is fully formed. So its arm blasts out trying to wrap around you, but you evade that. Ooh. Um, Cutting it close, Vasa. Cutting close. It never had a chance. Alright, so it's going to start making its way up there. So it has to use all of its action to finally get free, but it pours itself and fills itself back up um, as it comes into the open on the deck of the ship. Is there anybody else on deck with us? No. Except for Tompkins. Tompkins basically just, like, pulls himself free. Are you letting him go now, or are you still holding on to him, Tim? Uh, as long as he's obviously not running straight towards the guy again, then I will let him go. He's going to start running over um, and shielding Ertleby. Like, he took, he takes a look at the creature, and then studies it for a second, and then takes off running towards Ertleby. Hmm. Um, Tim? Can she be all like, Tompkins, what do you know? Well, yeah, if you want to. If like, you shut that out, it's like, it's going for her. And he runs over to uh, in front of her and puts his shield down. Okay, then Tin's going to aim for the big guy. The, I'm going to try sharpshooter again. Just going to keep trying. No. Nope. <laughs> <laughs> Anything else you're doing? Yeah, I think she's going to... Go towards Ertleby and like do the whole cover thing. So you're trying to give her like three fourths cover with uh, Tompkins. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Ertleby. Uh, so Ertleby, uh, had this horrible feeling. She's already not feeling the best, and when she shot it, just this vision came into her head, and it's like really bothering her. And she like, it's a good thing that Tompkins is there because she's not. She's not with it right now. And she's actually going to transform without thinking of it back into a rat. Just trying to be small and like, and just like curl up. So she becomes a rat, which I'll just note means her brain is now a totally different size. So she probably has different nightmares. Just saying. <laughs> no, just it, you get to keep your mental functions. Otherwise, wild shape Very would really well. suck. <laughs> Very well. All right, well, she's getting small. She's in rat form now, and she's okay. going to, like, curl up behind uh, Tompkins' shield. Okay. Uh, after Ertleby is Roberto. Uh, I guess Roberto's going to turn around, try to swipe at it with his weapons. Ooh, 22 for my main hand, and a twi- uh, not natural 20 for my offhand. So, my main hand does... Seven piercing, and my offhand does... Oh, shit! My offhand is a d4, not a d8. I've been... I've been... The last thing that I did was wrong. It's okay. 18. <laughs> Alright, so you All right, rush so forward. I, um, I stab with my rapier, and my whi- and I whip with my whip. <laughs> Alright. So, yeah. Uh, you lunge forward with your rapier, take a step back, and then bring your whip to bear, and... It's kind of reeling. It does not look like it's in the greatest shape. It's trying to hold itself together. Brummelstone. He cracks his knuckles. Uh, he takes his orb, splits them into three, and as they hover in between his arms, they light up on fire. And he throws them up, pulls out his hammer, and just whacks them one, two, three at the guy. So let's see. Scorching ray. Yeah. The first one is twenty-one to hit. Yep. Nine. A little wide. Go uh, on. <laughs> oh, natural 20. That oh, nice. crit. See, the first ray, that's four. And then the second one, uh, 12. So 20 damage. Nice. So yeah, these scorching rays, you know, that you send a volley of them with your hammer. They slam into him, and it, he's kind of fallen apart. It's really trying to pull shadows from everywhere it can, trying to heal itself up. But it's not its turn yet. Um, oh, and then if as a, like a free action, if I would yell over to ten and be like, 
when it gets close enough to the edge, because that's like the idea would be to knock it towards the edge, like thunder mm-hmm. wave it off if you can. Ten will give a thumbs up. <laughs> <laughs> Vasa. Fuck it up. All right, Vasa's going to attack the shit out of that thing. Um, she first casts a very concerned look over to Ertlebee because it's not like Ertlebee to uh, withdraw from a fight like that. But she has to kill the creature first. Go, scimitar! That's a 12 plus 7. That's a 19. 5 plus 4 is a 9. Plus short sword is a 3. That's 12. Plus 5 is 17. Plus 2 is 19. Plus 4 is 23 damage on the creature thing. You rip into it left and right, and it's barely standing up. It's kind of almost like a skeletal frame of itself. And then you head on over to Brumblestone. It's I, turn. I hurl some insults, too, to hurt its feelings. Yeah. Your father's in more at half your age. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I've puked up worse slimes while drinking water. Or whatever. So you watch as it kind of reaches into um, different uh, like shadows and the floorboards and all around it. And you watch as it starts to just kind of heal itself up. Oh, shit. Almost like it's getting a surge of healing. <gasps> no. Oh, no. And then after that, it's going to let out some kind of weird scream, like this, like, and it's terrifying to everybody on a certain level, but Ertlebee, it's almost like it's calling out to you, and I need you to make a um, saving throw. It's up to you either. Like, how would you resist this fear? Would it be your wisdom or your charisma? my awesome dexterity of course i just um rolled a nat 20 so i pick wisdom which is a plus two so 22 okay unfortunately uh that was a scary scream jesus Everything that I sent you earlier, basically all the fears that filled your mind when you first saw this creature, they come back once again and they take your vision for a moment. And the weight, the absolute truth of everything that you understood in that moment falls upon you once again. And you watch as the creature starts to grow. It grows maybe like four more feet. You would start to kind of realize what this could mean because previously when you fought these creatures uh, they seemed to draw strength off of the fear that people experienced and the last one you fought was ripping buildings in half and now this creature is getting ready to bring its strength strength to bear on the airship and it starts to widen its reach even more and then it takes its claws and it's getting ready to start ripping the ship in half Oh my god, good thing I'm in rat mode. Tompkins is giving you cover. Tompkins kind of like, he puts his like his shield down and he gets like down below the shield. And then he kind of like, just kind of looks down towards you and he just says, don't worry. And Tin, it's your turn. Uh, yeah, Tin's gonna just uh, try maybe distract it, anger it. So she's gonna try doing, come on, die, stop screwing me over. She's gonna try and do a sharpshoot. Come on, you can do this. Okay. Ah, yes, son! Uh, 19. 23. It doesn't seem too affected by it. Like, you definitely fire off, but it seems like where before, like, the bullets would rip through it and tear it apart on their, um, upon exiting, it kind of just almost maybe absorbed it. It still took some damage from, like, the, the force, but it just seems to not really notice that. Tin is not abused. Ertlebee? Uh, still a rat, still scared. Um, <laughs> she's like gonna try and push her way through the the fear somehow. Here's what's gonna happen: she's gonna save her action for Tin's next action. If she sees Tin's arm, like look like it's about to miss, she's gonna fling her rat body onto the arm. <laughs> To shove it so that the bullet strikes true. Okay. So she's she's perched in Tompkins' head right now and is waiting to see what happens. Roberto, I, I just take a stab at it with my two weapons again. Uh, twenty-two on my main hand and twenty-three on my off hand. Uh, Pedro, can you can you roll a D four for me, please? <laughs> yeah. Sorry. Add a three to your total. 
Awesome. So I do four. <laughs> four damage in total. With Old Colossus Slayer, I gain. I add another two, so six damage. <laughs> yeah. All right. Take so that, large creature. Yeah, Roberto screams that and then begins I... to uh, wear on the endurance of the creature. <laughs> 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 uh, yeah, so when Roberto does that, he realizes and he's like, stick near Tin. Tin would be like, that sounds like a good idea. We're gonna feather fall out of Anybody know where the captain is? Or any other named NPC? Where's <laughs> Wibble? <laughs> and then he will move closer to Tin and cast Magic Missile. 16 damage. Alright, so yeah, magic missiles fly out, slam into it, and it kind of pulls itself back, and it's like it's, it, it's not looking great again. Vasa. Yep, uh, Vasa's gonna go ahead and attack it. Try to cut at its arm tendrils when it's reaching the grab part of the ship. Leave the gambler ship alone! <laughs> okay, that is a, a 19. Hit. Ooh. 16 damage, and then she's... Wait, isn't the isn't the entry point to the captain's quarters available on deck? Like, it's mm-hmm. just a... Can she actually move to the move to the captain's door and, like, bang on it to try to see if anybody can come out from inside there? Mm-hmm. She's attacking it, she's disengaging, and then she's moving to the door of the captain's quarters and banging on it, trying to see if anybody's inside. It's turn. It's starting to look pretty disheveled. Like, it's trying to hold itself together. And so it turns its attention to the only one near it, Roberto. I should have healed. You should have healed! So it is going to bring its entire body up and then bring itself down at, um, as if it's one fist. And it crashes into you hard. Like it, you, you fall almost into the floor and you do damage the upper deck's floor um, for 21 damage. Bye! Damn it! When it pulls You're... itself back and it kind of reforms, you see that Roberto is completely motionless. Roberto's down, Voss is banging on the captain's door, everyone else is grouped around Tin. Tin, it's your turn. Tin is going to... She's going medical damage. Oh, but I've also got advantage on my shot. I She, feeling that uh, Erdoby is attempting to ratatouille her, as is uh, custom for gunslingers in battle... Um, she's going to take advantage of that advantage and, uh, try, try sharpshooting, uh, the guy. 18. It's a hit. (laughs) 24 damage. Alright, so yes, you watch as, you know, no one hears anything once again, but it does kind of get a little bit of an impact in its, like, upper thigh. It doesn't seem like it really noticed it too much, but... Are we... (sighs) Um, just helped out a lot. It was awesome. Um, <laughs> she's gonna jump on Tin's head and, like, try and steer her towards Roberto. That, that's a free action, so what do you want to do besides that? She's just gonna prepare to help Tin again. Um, after Ertle Bay is Roberto. Is <laughs> Roberto. So as Roberto's body lays motionless, he begins to dream of Wanting to be alive again. Oh my god. <laughs> okay, so I get advantage on death saving, so my first one was a five. And my second one was a four. Okay. Shit! So one failure, you're two away from dying. Rumblestone. So what I'm debating here is to do magic missile, which I know does damage strategically, or to take the risk of the higher shot that does more damage. Okay, so I'm gonna I'm gonna try to bust him up. I'm gonna go 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 for broke here and throw a chromatic orb. All right, because it's what Roberto would have wanted. <laughs> I should also I also want to make sure everyone knows if Roberto rolls a one. Yeah, it's two. It's two fails. I don't want to like dissuade anyone from like the urgency with which we have to rescue Roberto, but he would have to roll a one twice, right? Because of the advantage. Uh correct. Okay, but we right. don't know if the creature's gonna focus Roberto because creatures have been known to attack others when they're down. Yeah, they, like we should get over there as soon as possible. Time against. I got a 17 to hit. Yep. Alright, uh, 15 damage. 
It's barely holding itself up. And it is now Vasa's turn. I got you a gift. Kill it. So... If somebody rolls a natural one twice, that's the universe wanting them to die. And really, we shouldn't get in the way of the universe, is all I'm saying. But, so, in in Vasa's experience, like, yes, this creature has been known to healing surge and heal itself, and yes, it's almost down. But if it's almost down, that means whoever can go next turn can potentially take it down, even though she's been doing a lot of damage. She's going to move to try to stabilize Roberto. Um, Let's see, that's just roll... Do I roll with anything or just roll a d20? It's a medicine check, so you roll with a wisdom bonus plus a proficiency bonus if you have it. And you have to have a healer's kit. I don't have a healer's kit. I'm going to attack it. All right, (laughs) then. That that makes it really... Oh, really? Can I rummage through Roborto's things? Yeah. Um, I can? Yeah. But there's other people who... who, Who's in the team is more proficient with medicine? Who's proficient with medicine? I've got the healing feature thingy. Yeah, she would actually give him hit points back if she did it. Okay, fine. Boss is going to attack. Go, Scimitar! Alright, that's 21 on that. Scimitar damage. 21 damage. She's going to actually disengage, move away, but she's going to pull out the shard and unveil it really bright as if to try to lure the creature away. And she's near the edge of the ship, by the way. It is going (laughs) to try to swarm you. I mean, I knew that was gonna work, but like, you know, maybe it just kind of wavered indecisively. Yeah, I need your first um, acrobatics or athletics check. We are gonna acrobatics the shit out of this. Natural 20. Alright, one more. One more. Not as good. That's 15 plus a 7. So that's 20. Yeah, it is Something. completely focused on you. It's trying to take you and the shard with it, but you managed to successfully dodge both times. And uh, <laughs> Tompkins looks up at um, Tin, and he looks at your healing kit, and he's like, I can do this. Uh, Tin will give him a healing kit. All right. So he takes the healing kit from you, and he's already planted his shield into the ground, so you still have cover, anyone that wants to stay behind it. And he takes off running, slides up next to Roberto. Okay. So next yeah. round he'll be able to, he just, yeah, he just needs Roberto to hold on one more round. Oh. Roberto, if you roll a double one, I swear to God. Ten. You know, I'm going to try moving towards it physically. My, why would you? Thunderwave. Well, I was thinking... Thunderwave, yeah, because oh, okay, it's more okay. effective well, and it actually pushes It's 40 them. feet away from the edge, and your Thunderwave would only oh. push it, what, 10 or 15 feet? But Ten. didn't it move to follow Vasa to the edge of the ship? Well, you can only move 60 feet, and it's a, the, the it's 100 feet between each door. Like, <sighs> yeah, yeah. Never mind. Uh, Never mind. <laughs> <laughs> um, then Tin is going to... Would just picking up the shield... Uh, cost is like an action? No, it'd or... be your use an item action. And then you'd remove it from Ertleby. Well, Ertleby's on top of- is she, isn't she on top of me? Oh, I guess she is, yeah. So yeah, you could pick it up. Okay, so I'm going to pick it up, and as like a movement thing, I'm going to move as like central as I can be to everyone, and then I'm going to try shooting it one more time. You've got a shield in your hand, you have a two-handed weapon, you'll have to drop the shield. Okay, what is, does that... I mean, you just can't use the shield. I, like, you'll have to drop it yeah, immediately. Yeah. Okay. Oh, then I'll drop the shield and try, okay. <laughs> try to shoot it. Do I have advantage again? Right? Ertleby's... The spirit of Ertleby is strong within me? <laughs> yeah, I think she's giving you advantage. Okay. You bet I am. <laughs> okay. A little to the left, it pulls. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm uh, gonna try sharpshooting right. uh, again. It's... A 13? No, you misfire. Ertleby, your turn. I'm just going to stay in position. I'm just going to continue to route it to E10. I just want to keep <laughs> giving her advantage in anything she does. Roberto? <sighs> Make this. What's your first roll? It's a six. Okay. God fucking damn it, Roberto! It's not a one. It's not a one. Fifteen! Oh, yay! Oh. This is good news. 
That's a All safe. right, you're in safe mode. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. Brummelstone. It's looking really tore up from the floor up. Um <laughs> yeah, it's a it's an Obrimo saying. It's an Obrimo thing. Yes. <laughs> Don't laugh. That's the thing. <laughs> it's just what they say in Obrimos. That's what they say in Obrimos when dwarves are fighting the iron giants of the hills. I don't think they're iron giants. I think they're just giants. I'm gonna I'm gonna cast magic missile at it. Alright, so you fire off your magic missiles and you watch as they tear it asunder. Yeah. Just for good measure. <laughs> they, okay. they did good, yeah. Oh you wanna roll yeah, it anyway? I rolled. But I would but it's more just like I would do the like the Hey Dickweed! <laughs> oh my god. Very nice. <laughs> nice. Yeah. Very nice. Yeah, you watch it just completely shatter apart. All right, Vasa, your turn. All right, so the creature's dead, right? It's yeah, it's completely eradicated. All right, so um, nobody has answered the door that Vasa was banging on. She's nope. going to pull out her thieves' tools first. Can she just like inspect the door and make sure there's no like traps? If she were to try to, yeah, yeah, give me uh, investigation. All right, that should be easy. That's a thirteen. It's all clear. <laughs> Alright, then she's gonna pull out her thieves tools and try to well she's she's gonna like keep yelling. She's gonna yell for the captain being like, Captain, I'm coming in if you're in there and she's gonna try to use her thieves tools on the door. Mm-hmm. It's not locked. Oh. Okay, she pushes the door open and she looks inside. So that's the first thing that kinda of catches your attention is that he seems to very much be concerned with keeping this thing locked up. Yeah. And then you push the door open and it's a beautiful room with a very large bed um, that is made, a rocking chair with a blanket and some pillows that does not look made, a beautiful desk. Everything seems very neatly put together, almost as if it's never used. There are picture frames that are turned around, and besides that, there's a small safe in the corner. He has large windows, but everything's closed. Is there a person? Is there blood? Is there gore? Nope. Check the safe. All right. Um, Vasa would have turned around and she would announce to the group. She's like, the captain isn't here. We should look for survivors. Don't go alone. Okay. After Vasa, Tompkins, you are stabilized, Roberto. Yay. Yay. But, uh, this is I great. Mean, I'm, I'm still out cold, though. Yeah. Yeah. You'll get back up in. An hour. Could I technically use a healing kit on him to, like, just revive him? Yep. Tin, you watch uh, Tompkins kind of administer some first aid and kind of, like, he kind of reaches into the armor and he does something that you wouldn't have thought to do. You know, really, like, like, he kind of reaches into <laughs> the armor and applies the first aid that way. Reset button. And then pulls himself back up and... <sighs> Seems like like you guys notice no change, but Tompkins kind of pulls back and is like, and he gets up and he's like, he's gonna be okay. Tin is going to like at the same like walking, but she's going to like reach up and like kind of pet Ertleby because she's like kind of aware that Ertleby is like there's you know she's having a rough time, so she's petting Ertleby while she's moving. Um, she has the shield, and so she goes to Tompkins, presents the shield, and then kneels down by Roberto. Saying to Tompkins, you did a good job. Thanks for helping. And then uh, uses a heal med kit. Okay. I'm alive. Well, let me figure out how, how alive you are. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> um, let's see. 1d6. Burr, 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 burr. Math, math, math. 14. And then in 10, like, I, I guess as Roberto kind of like, you know, uh, powers back on again, <laughs> she'll uh, look at him and goes, uh, had us worried there for a second, buddy, and like gives him a pat on the shoulder. All you um, hear is the window startup sound. Can't Vasa would have Vasa would have come over and says, um, "Grandmother, can you come with me for a second? And Ertlebee would rat scuttle, wiggle her fat butt over towards Vasa. Yeah, um, holding Ertlebee in her hand and also, you know, petting her a little bit. She would have brought Ertlebee inside the gambler's den, uh, the gambler's captain's quarters, and would just say, like, you know, uh, grandmother, can you can you can you um, take in the captain's scent and find him on the ship? Ertlebee's gonna sniff. Yep. 
Uh, does she smell anything? Uh, you smell enough to make a perception roll to try and track him down. Let's do it. Nat 20. This is Yeah, you can track him down. All right. All right. All right. So she climbs onto Voss's head and ratatouilles her to um to where the captain is. Vasa would have actually called over uh, if we're leaving the deck. Vasa would call over to the group and like, uh, "Grandmother's found the captain. Let's go." Tin Tin would uh, help Roberto up and Tompkins gets um, a shield. Yeah, and she'd start trying to or guiding and like yeah. Bremelstone would be on like the other side, like just <laughs> at like knee level, trying to help, <laughs> as though he was doing anything. You guys are so are the greatest. What happened again? <laughs> we beat the creature. You passed out. All right. So you guys get all the way downstairs. Those of you who have been to the engine room before know where you're at. I need passive perception from Vasa is 16, right? Let me check. It is 16. Anyone else got a 16? Promotion. That's what I thought, yeah. Um, both of you, um, it's up to you if you want to roll um, insight or investigation. I'll roll investigation. I got a twenty, not not natural twenty, but a twenty. Twelve. I, uh, yeah, I got a thirteen. Thirteen. An investigation, because that's what I have pointed. <laughs> okay, one second. And by the way, Vasa would have put away the shard. Obviously, I don't want to. They like that shard. <laughs> yeah, it's like catnip to them. You guys um, open the door. And behind it, you see, it looks like, what you see is the captain, and you also see Mr. Wibbles. And Mr. Wibbles is putting, like, his his wrench back over his back, and then the captain is closing up his coat, and they say, what's going on up there? Are we safe? And it looks like they were guarding the engine room. Oh. And Vasa says, um, possibly, but there may be more of those creatures. Are you all right? Yeah, nothing ever came down here. Um, and you can see there's more dwarves working in the back in the engine room, so there's still something of a crew. The captain looks at Mr. Wibbles and he says, Mr. Wibbles, uh, and he kind of nods at him and walks out and he says, all right, let's 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 talk upstairs. So you guys get upstairs. Um, as soon as you get on the deck, he immediately goes over to his um, quarters and locks them up, whether he noticed the doors were open or not or mm-hmm. tampered with in any way. He, he doesn't show it. But he locks those all up, and then he says, what was it? Um, Vasa would actually say, uh, first, we should check on your men. I am afraid that we may find you're dead. Within a moment, like, mo- like halfway through the sentence, he's already rushing off. And you yeah. guys check door after door. He personally checks every door and shuts the doors afterwards. And he never says anything after he sees what's happened. Every single door you check is the same scene. So in total, how many dead? The bodies are torn asunder with blood everywhere, but like you never heard anything happen. And it, it is like Ertleby said, it's it's reminiscent of what happened in Obrimos. The captain never says a word and shuts the door. Um, all in all, you probably lost about 20 people. The captain stops for a second composes himself and he says uh, we're down to one crew it means that we work in shifts and we have one shift worth of crew left uh, Tin would say that we have caught we have put these people in harm's way and have and people have died as a result um, we should uh, how so uh. <laughs> Vasa would step forward and she would just like, she looks incredibly serious and grim. It's just, um, she speaks the truth, Captain. You know, I, there is no apology that is, that can make up for what you lost tonight. My friends and I, we are burdened by a curse of sorts and we gambled that we could stay ahead of it. And tonight, your men paid the price for our lost gamble. Will it happen again? Or did you beat your curse? 
sleep is sleep appears to be the way this curse strikes. Normally, when we move places as we have, there's time between there's time before uh, sleep becomes a danger. But for some reason, it appears that we have not moved far enough and it has caught up with us this night. Well, what this means is I can get you. I will get you to the merchant city and then we'll part ways. Yes, Captain. You should you should warn your you should warn your men um, and anybody on the ship not to sleep as long as we are on the ship. And he kind of nods and uh, he begins locking the doors. And then he says, "I'll speak with them. I'd prefer it if you don't speak with them, because honestly." I'm only going to tell them what they need to know to make sure that we get through this. If I go downstairs and tell them what happened, we're going to have another situation on our hands. Not that they're in the right or the wrong for it. Yes, Captain. We're going to let them know that we have to reach the merchant city of Hollem. As soon as possible, and there won't be any sleep until then. Will you be able to stay awake? We will. Um, but Vasa also looks at the team to see if everybody agrees. And then um, he walks away. So it's just you guys in the hallway with the stench of death beginning to rise. Thanks for listening to episode 49, Frantic Bagpipes Part 2. If you want more World Walkers in your life, there's a few places you can find us. The podcast is available on iTunes, Stitcher, Google Play, and SoundCloud. We're also on Twitter at WorldWalkersPod, and you can follow us on Facebook at Facebook.com slash WorldWalkersPod. In addition to the podcast, I also live stream a weekly game for my patrons over on Twitch. If you want to watch, you can hang out with us at Twitch.tv slash P-E-D-R-O. G-A-L-I-C-I-A. I want to take a moment to thank my Patreon members who continue to make all this possible. If you want to find out more about becoming a Patreon member, go take a look at patreon.com slash worldwalkers. Thanks as always to Kevin McLeod over at Incomatech.com for the music in this episode, and thanks as always to Sirenscape for the sound effects you heard. You can find them at sirenscape.com. I'm glad I'm in the gray. So we can't see Brummel's turn. No, he's fine. No, he's fine. Well, I mean, Brummel's done as far as he knows. He's gone. He's like halfway in the gray. He can barely see you guys anymore. You guys don't love him or remember him anymore. But for you guys, things are going fine enough in terms of like defeating the smaller nightmares. You just can't see Brummelstone's face, so you don't. You, most of you, I mean Vasa, you could see he has like this sickening concern in his face. I, I guess that's I, how he always looks. <laughs> <laughs> no different than usual. Yeah, yeah. But like, as far as you know, Tim, like combat's going about how it usually goes. <laughs> <laughs> By the seat of our pants. What's that old Game Grumps episode, Megan? Like, I shot oh, yeah. again, I but I missed. Yeah. Like, I fired, and I missed. I fired again, but I missed. We got a popsicle out or something like that. I yeah. Passed out in the snow. I passed out then in the snow. Woke up. woke up. Took a shot. Missed. <laughs> That's early. But I'm lucky. Right missed. She like swings her gun around and curves the bullet into the gigantic nightmare. She takes up off the stairs. Give me half a second. Oh, I see where the typing is going. Oh, no. (laughs) Guys, this is so scary. I'm going to distract myself. I'm going to distract myself by drawing more of Ertlebee's grandchildren. I'm drawing so many grandchildren. I think I drew an extra one, so I have to kill one of these. (laughs) That's just the one you don't talk about. It's an illegitimate grandchild. I'm going to save her. She'll be the just neighbor child. Neighbor girl. 
Neighbor girl, neighbor girl, does whatever neighbors do. Rooting through trash, stealing your mail. Neighbor girl, neighbor girl. <laughs> classic neighbor. Amazing. So like a neighbor. Yep, I drew eight grandkids and I should have drawn seven. Oh no. <laughs> well, one was born in the process yeah. of this fight. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Congrats on the new grandchild. Well, smoke cigars if we have some. Ow! Oh. Could it be fumble afterwards? I, I hit the I hit the door. Oh my god, ouch! <laughs> okay. This game is starting to have real world consequences. At this point if the cars come they're fucked. Like you don't have to keep blowing your horn. Mm -hmm. oh. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> they just... will know their folly soon. Yeah, they'll find out there's a train. One last one, really? I can, I can cut way. that out. I can't cut my stuff out if I'm talking. Um, so, um, when some of them started feeding off the, the uh, fear of others, they were. Imp I'm sorry. There must be something real bad going down in Arlington, Virginia at 12:09 a.m. What shady part of town do you live in? Oh my gosh! The worst part of Virginia. Uh, Tin would yell once again, like, get to me, get to me, um, because she's assuming if the ship's going down that she's gonna, ha like, have to try and, like, hold on to people and, like, cast Featherfall. Did you make that plan. check? Did you get a 15? Oh, I didn't no. say. Alright, cool. I'm sorry. <laughs> Tin doesn't yell all that. Uh, I'm sorry. But she sure wishes she could. Um, <laughs> and instead, she is going to um, take all of that back. And <laughs> she's, just going, <laughs> she's just going. She's just going. It's fine, to, guys. Stay dispersed. Stay dispersed. It's fine. Yeah. Spread out. Stay away. Yeah. <laughs> Scatter. This <laughs> um, so, uh, is my favorite battle going, cry. Scatter. <laughs> Time, don't worry. You just need to get the L. <laughs> I just thought of how ridiculous it would be for like the website to update one week with her board toe with a fez, and then the next week with a whole new character. <laughs> oh, no. I think that week it should just be a gravestone with a fez. Oh my God. <laughs> 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 People casually watching the site are like, "Why did you put on the fez?" <laughs>